0: going on? Welcome back to another ESL podcast today. Oh, yeah, I got myself a special one here. For those of you who are listening early, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, lots of international guest speakers, so if this is the first time you're tuning in, I bring in people or bring on people from just about every country in the world. I have about 40 to 45 countries so far. My goal is to get to the 200 mark. But nonetheless, this one is a special one because I met – this specific individual, Pim, a beautiful soul, through someone I met recently when I moved up country to Korat because I'm working out of two places now. And, you know, her friend who I work at the office with, she's like my translator, she's like my assistant for my classes. She helps me a lot and she was telling me about her and a couple of other things. So we went out you know we got some food i started talking to him and i was like you know what i feel like you have a story your story needs to be heard you have a platform you need to inspire these folks and so i got her on this podcast today you guys are going to be blown away from her like literally you know going through depression having her bout of depression because you know she was li- she was living systematically you know you could call it systematic oppression because she just wasn't able to voice herself until she went to america Came back to Thailand. She's like, mom, I don't want to go to college. She's like, okay, what do you want to do? I want to become a missionary. Now she's getting ready to go on her year and a half, you know, what is it? Excursion, living out here in Bangkok, but not well, being completely excommunicated, you know, doing her own thing and learning Tagalog and then going to the Philippines and then ultimately going to Hawaii, BYU out there in Honolulu, one of the most gorgeous places I've ever been. This girl, oh my God, is Thai. I would have never expected, at the age of 20, her having that amount of ambition. My goodness. If this is the generation that this world is going to be going into, I am beyond excited for what's about to happen. So in saying that, guys, man, I hope you enjoy this one. And without further ado, let's dive into this one. Babe, thank you so much for coming on to uh, my wonderful ESL podcast, man. I am so excited for you. We were just having a conversation About you going on a one and a half year purge of communication coming up real soon, tomorrow, as a matter of fact. But nonetheless, man, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, We got so many things that we're gonna talk about. This is kind of like a developing speaking task, but also a journey. So, Ping, I want you to tell the world unequivocally who you are. What, who are you? Who you are, who are you? I want you to just give it to us, hard.
1: Um. Well, <laughs> I am Pim. Um, my full name is Pim Rasuk-Santiwitit. Yeah, that's a long name. But, uh, <laughs> okay, so um, I am c- currently a missionary for the show of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And um, I'm gonna be serving a mission for a year and a half. And then after, I'm gonna go straight to college.
0: you're gonna be going to Hawaii you know it's not like you're going to mainland America you're going to
1: Hawaii yes I'm going to Hawaii (laughs) I'm gonna be learning how to surf and making new friends yeah (laughs) do you know
0: exactly where BYU right it's like a sister branch Mm -hmm. of what they have out there in Provo where is it exactly in Honolulu on the main island right
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, I got you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so again, this wouldn't be your first time going to America. So you've been to America before. Tell everybody, uh, yes. where did you go? How was uh, your
1: I, went to, oh. I went to Wisconsin. And the first time that I've been there is because of the thing, um, like Education Ministry of Thailand. Mm-hmm. They sent me there uh, for three weeks. And then after I got like a 10-year visa, so I can go to America whenever I want. And then, uh, right after I finished high school, I decided to go to America for three months. Actually, I told my mom I was going to be there for two weeks. but And I changed the flight and stayed there, um, for three months without telling her.
0: <laughs> yeah, when, this is bad. <laughs> when, did, when did she eventually find out? She's like, oh my um, god, my son is not in her bed. What's going
1: on? Um. <laughs> When she, was, uh, when she was supposed to pick me up at the airport and then she called me like what time I'm gonna land in Bangkok and I was like, oh mom, I'm sorry, but I'm not going back. <laughs> and then she was so mad at me. She didn't talk to me at all. Even when I, when I land in Bangkok, like three months later, she didn't even wanted to like pick me up from mm. the airport. But yeah. <sighs>
0: That is a shame,
1: <laughs> but hey, I mean,
0: that, that was a decision that you knew you were going to have to live with, you know? Um, yeah. Wisconsin, again, I was going to ask you another question about that, but let's just go on that journey. So you were in Wisconsin. You extended it for three months. Ooh, how was it in Wisconsin?
1: Ooh, it was so good. I made so many good memories with my friends there, and I... Um, back then in 2018, I was not, uh, my mental health was not pretty good. So that was like an escape for me to like, um, give myself a chance to see the world. And maybe because I wanted, I was so depressed that I wanted to hurt myself. Mm -hmm. So I was like, maybe going to the USA might give myself a chance. I may see something differently. I might learn something new. I might change my mind about it. So... And it, I was right. It changed. It changed me a lot. I wanted to um, leave again, and I wanted to like make more memories with my friends and yeah, stuff.
0: Wow. Oh man. Yeah. I, I can't. I love it. You know, hearing some of the student stories, especially here from Thailand, then going to America, coming back an entirely transformed individual. You know, and mm-hmm. so now. Before I get into the whole university thing, and obviously you not going to university right now, but soon to be after your whole stint, Um, school here in Thailand, did you feel like you were kind of outside the box? You said you were depressed and you wanted to inflict pain on yourself. Is that because you couldn't fit in with anyone? You felt like no one could understand you? What, What were those feelings? Because I think a lot of people could relate to that.
1: Um... It's not that I couldn't fit in, but it's that um, the system in Thailand, like, it's so hard to, like, change it. Like, when I was in high school, I wanted to be, um, to work in a student council because I wanted to, um, you know, like, change a lot of things that I didn't like in the school, like, some of the school rules, like, you have to have certain hairstyle, you have to, like, you cannot wear even the sweatshirt, the sweatshirt. You can't wear, like, color switcher. You have to wear, like, basic color, like, paint colors. Yeah. I, I think it was pretty dumb to, like, you know, like, they take all the rights from us, like, to, like, the right to live my life, the right to be ourselves. And I just wanted to change it. But it turned out that after I was a part of them, I couldn't change anything of it. Wow yeah and that kind of like backfired me like the teacher thing that I was rude I was not like respect them I wouldn't respect the rules and stuff so like I just and I know that if I gonna study in this like in Thai college as well I'm not gonna be able to change anything and I have to live with that and I don't want to live with that I want to go outside and like so I can go like I can grow bigger and people can like know me you know um so I can like change like People, it has to start from the mindset. It has to start from the, you know, from the, the fundamental. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the basic, yeah. So I have to, um, um, yeah, I have to, like, gain myself, like, enough, um, like, knowledge and stuff, to, you know, in order to change all that. So right, right now I'm working on it. Right. I don't know how yet, but being a missionary might help me a lot since I'm going to be meeting a lot of people and learn more about them. So I can learn more about like yeah the cultures and everything so and, and when I grow up, I can take like from what I learned to mm-hmm. like hand something big in the future
0: Wow mm-hmm. so go so yeah. then dealing with all that and so much resistance Asian culture right I know I uh, this podcast being as vast as it is, um, you know, I got people in India, Saudi Arabia, Iraq, Azerbaijan, Eastern Europe, Georgia, different parts of Western Europe, all Asia, okay? Even Kyrgyzstan, mm-hmm. Kazakhstan, Asian cultures, primarily, they are system-based. Like, you must do it this way. If you go outside the box, you're going to be scolded. So you, you were like, no, hell no. You're, you don't <laughs> have an industrial-aged mindset you have a knowledge-based mindset you want to explore you're an explorer but you cannot explore in a system so when you went to america how different was it were you
1: like i'm finally outside my yes like how'd you feel um oh yeah i was like i'm so free i was able to like wear shots to the school like in thailand you cannot wear even like shorts. skirt like above the knee, you can't. So when I went to America, I was about to go to school with my host family, with my host sister. So, um, I was, I, you know, I experienced some culture shock. Like when I went in the classroom, the student just like put their feet on the table and no one like say anything about it. But if in Thailand, you, you die. <laughs> you yeah. die. Yeah. So, 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 so yeah. Um, so I don't I thought that I didn't have a choice. I couldn't do anything in Thailand, but I was wrong. I was I was not ju- I was just not in the right place. Mm. So um so with that I also when I went to America I also came out with this theory, like a little stupid theory that I came up with called um, lifespan theory. So um this, thing, <laughs> this
0: is this gonna theory. be interesting. alright.
1: <laughs> okay, so let's say that this is your lifespan. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I went to America, I was like here in the graph, you know, this is like 10 year, 20 year, 30 year, 40, 50, 60, 70. Let's say that I'll, I'm going to die at 70. Yeah. i might not going to make it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, if you ask me, I don't remember anything that happened in the first 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, maybe a little bit, but if I ask you, like, do you remember what you do today, but like twenty years ago. Uh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's pretty yeah. Impossible. So like, pretty you,
1: impossible. yeah, yeah. So whatever I start, I'm deciding to do now. Uh, as long as I'm happy, I might not gonna remember in the twenty years from now. Right. So yeah. So um, that is my like my point. So wh- like, that's why I decided to make, do something that like made me happy. I, I started, um, I decided to put like, really put myself first. Yeah. So when I went to America, I was like in the place that I can like, as I like, express my opinion freely and just do anything. And I knew that if I went back to Thailand, my mom going to push me to go to college. Mm. But then I have seen so many people in America. They just like, they don't, they don't, um, I'll say that some of them really don't go to college right away after, you know.
0: Yeah, take a school. one year uh, sometimes you could uh what is it gap year? Gap year.
1: Yeah, gap years. Gap and year. no no like like it's a thing in America but it's not a thing in Thailand.
0: Mm, you do that so, that would be very bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I kind of want to break the stereotype because in Asia people tend to believe that if you don't go to college right away, then they can, they can make like some assumptions about you. Like one, you have like financial problem, family matters. Or two, you're lazy. Smart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three, you're not smart. You don't have good grades to go. And two, good colleges in Thailand. Mm-hmm. So um, I didn't go to college. And um, these three assumptions, I don't have anything that like, related to this at all like Mm -hmm. um my mom would really wanted me to study in college so she didn't care how expensive the university was like she just wanted me to study anything Mm. and that is like um that sounds like weird to me because my mom was willing to pay for the college tuition fee like anything like she doesn't really care like that's how this like you know, the society in Thailand is like shaping people to be. Like mm-hmm. you just go study. You don't have to know what you want to be. It's crazy. Go, go to, go to college. Wow. And um, two, like people think, like some of some of my mom friends think I'm lazy, and that's not true because in the past two years I've been working my off. <laughs> like yeah, I'm working like two jobs, two to three jobs. Like I'm working my full time jobs. I work for my boss to translate so I can get extra money. I sell stuff and then I learn something about that. that oh, sorry, my sister. Sorry. Oh, what's
0: up? That's your, that's your, that, <laughs> you turned the video off. Don't worry. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Is that your real sister or is that your like sister yeah. from like the, 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 thing and everything? Okay. Oh, my right, sister, good. my
1: real sister. She, okay. um, she's a special kid. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I see, I see, I see. Okay, yeah. okay. So yeah, wait, what that was I say? oh so um I've been working a lot, like really hard. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely lot not um lazy. And um for the third job I've been selling stuff like um food and something online and then mm-hmm. I found out that selling is not really my thing. So good mm-hmm. thing for the gap year. If you're taking gap year, you know what you like and what you don't like and um, for three that uh, people said that maybe she doesn't get good grades and um, she cannot go to university. If I didn't have good grades, how was I able to go to America with the education ministry? I'm not saying that I'm smart, but um, well, I know my ability and it's just that So many reasons that people cannot go to college right away. So I want to be the voice for people who like want to take gap years and they don't want to like you know don't want to be they're scared to be judged by other people. If something that it makes you happy and if it doesn't disturb people around you then just go for it you know. Go live your life. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Wow, man, so many golden nuggets in there for a lot of people. In your gap year, just imagine, again, the metaphor of a ladder leaning up against the wall. If that ladder is leaning up against the wrong wall and you wasted four years of university pursuing something in sales or marketing only to realize, damn, this is not what I do. See, schools in America and universities in America do not prepare students for That And this is what is so terrifying. It's completely different from the people I brought onto my podcast, like people, you know, who are, they want to be, they're engaging in philanthropy. So you got someone from Yemen that wants to study in Canada to bring back some of those techniques to better his country. Same as Pakistan, you know, that's like a life assignment. But here in Thailand, and with universities in America in general, right, you're racking up a lot of debt. Okay. You're realizing that that piece of paper, a BA, a bachelor's degree, no longer means much. You're just going to get a cubicle job. You're going to be told what to do. You're going to have to work in an industrial aged mindset. There are a number of things. Now you, you experienced entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. You're learning about life in general. So just think about it. These students who go to the top schools in Thailand, Tiamudong, which is the number one? And they all wear glasses, and they all have those suitcases. They go into Chulalongkorn, Lu- they go into Tamasat, they go into Mahidol, and then afterwards, right. okay, yeah. twenty thousand baht, which is equivalent to about six hundred and sixty-six U.S. dollars a month. Have a desk job, work at this company until you're sixty, then you stay home for the next forty years until you die. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, if some people want that, then that's fine, but I don't mm. want it. <laughs> right. You know, that was, That is like the main reason I was depressed, because mm-hmm. I was so exhausted in school, like, and I was thinking about my future, and I, I saw myself in college, and I was like, I'm gonna be studying really hard, I'm gonna be so exhausted in college, and then for what? To be exhausted after that, to work at the office, and just... Yeah, I don't want my life like that. So that's why I decided to just do something a little differently.
0: Mm, There are are people who need to be told what to do. And then there are Mm. people like me don't tell me what to do. (laughs) And you're that person too. You fall in that. So you you said establishing your voice. So if we go back to you being depressed, being in a systematic, but then going to America, okay, shackles off. Then you come back here to Thailand and one thing i really want to point out to a lot of people is you sticking up for people who feel like they're voiceless so for everyone who doesn't know you know what i just want you to give them the story about the woman who tried teaching and then online bullying and then your response and then everything that had happened tell us the story and then what made you go into that and back her up go ahead um
1: wait I'm sorry (laughs) can you repeat it again right
0: so you got the the lady who was teaching English right so this was the online English thing and then they started making fun of her because oh oh, well you you know what I mean and then you made a response Uh video that video went viral and then I want you to answer okay why is it that you did that so go ahead and tell them what the video and everything was
1: oh okay um because i when i saw the videos and i saw a lot of comments just like being so hateful and stuff it reminded me of myself when i was not good in english and i wanted to um go study high school in like bangkok it's like the 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 best high school ever and then there's a girl came at me and said to be honest i don't think you're gonna make it you're not smart enough yeah so i was so i I was not mad but i was sad because it was true i and i knew that i was like i went back home and i cried and i didn't deserve that you know even though i was not smart enough but i don't i I, it's not wrong for me to try Mm -hmm. so and um and when i wanted to like help people with english even though i was not like good but i could understand a little bit of English back then and I when I wanted to help and then there were like people came at me again and like say like you're not even good why you want to help other people see this is like they don't really like they didn't even offer a way to help but they just gonna like bring you down so I wanted to um you know um, if if everyone was like free to make their opinion, then I was free to make my own too. That's why I made that video to like be one. Uh, one, I wanted to um, make my own opinion, and two, I wanted to tell the teacher that um, it's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. And three, there's a lot of teachers that like might be watching this video like of her and see that this thing like cyberbullying and stuff they might be scared and they might be not like they might not want to like um they might be scared to come out and like teach and might try to help the you know thai people learn english because they might think that they're not good enough you know what i mean Um, so like, I don't, I don't want like people to stop like doing what they're doing just because they're scared to be judged. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, that's, that's just like, I want to (laughs) help.
0: That's it right there. Point of order. Again, we have to redefine what the term smart is because if smart is predicated off just memorization, Mm -hmm. okay. People at Duke, they're smart. Why? Because they can memorize very well. That's how you got into the university. I'm sorry. I mean, you're memorizing what we've memorized the last 200 years. It's just you could do it better than me. So congratulations, Mm -hmm. John Hopkins, all Ivy League schools. You guys are astounding citizens because you guys can memorize information. Fantastic. (laughs) That has no indication of what smart is and what isn't. I know people, Martin Luther King, okay, you know, he did some amazing things. I think he had a master's also, or a PhD, as a matter of fact. Uh, that's why they call him Dr. Martin Luther King. Um, but a lot of people out there, you know, some of them never had the ability to, uh, to, to go to university. I'm not sure that Rosa Parks did, but Rosa Parks ended up being the most influential person in the South during mm-hmm. the civil rights movement. That's better than just being your household smart. And what's smart going to land you in? A goddamn cubicle. So again, point of order, do not accept the bullshit opinions of other people out there. So again, sure. going back to the British teacher who told me three years ago, he was like, I don't think you're academic enough. You, you speak, I'm sorry, you write like you speak. Okay, I have a conversational tone because again, only 20% of the world's population is educated. So, Mr. Ivy Leagues and all the other people with the shirt and tie and the tux, good, take that 20%. I'll I'll take the other 80%. You know what I mean? So, when people say I'm not this, it actually means they're scared because of what I'm becoming, and I'm going to end up taking what they have. So, when when he said, I don't think you're good enough, I realized I was the best. And now I'm teaching people in 180 countries around the world. <gasps> oh, my God. If I had accepted his opinion three years ago, I wouldn't be here today. You see what I mean?
1: That's that's true. I, I, I totally agree with that. Even when I made a video and people would, like, come at me and make some hateful comments all on me and say, like, "You did you read, um, have you ever read the theory about this, the pronunciation and blah, blah, blah? First of all, I don't need theory because, you know, I never studied them and I am speaking English right now. So clearly, theory is not that important. Mm. So like, why don't you come at me and speak English with me? And now we can see what the problem is, you know? So yeah, so I agree with you. Like, even though you're like, okay, um, I don't know, like there's people like that everywhere, even though you're so good, some of them going to come to you and just say that you're bad. So, um, you just have to like, not care about them and just live your life and like, keep improving yourself every day. And then at one point you will attract like the good people, you know, the people that you like meant to be with. Yeah.
0: Right. Right. You know, I try, you know, I try implementing some personal development into this podcast. And, you know, I tell people that I am of a different consciousness. My consciousness is high. See, if I even mentioned the word consciousness to my family, they would run away and say, I'm some crazy man. So you understand the discrepancy between both me and my family is astronomical. I can't speak to them about personal development because I'm looked at as a crazy guy. So when I engage with people online, outside, wherever it is, we need to be on the same wavelengths. I want to communicate with someone like here in Thailand, You have a lot of over 50s here, okay? No offense to them, but a lot of these over 50s, they come here for retirement, they marry a woman so that they could build a house. No offense to them. If that's what your calling is, by all means, go marry that woman, build that house. All the best to you, okay? But they sit there and they berate, oh, Thailand this, oh, you can't speak. You can't do, bro, you can't even write a proper sentence. Stop with the bullying. If you're not even going, to help spur someone on to success, I would never speak to them. I would never yes. speak to individuals of that. When I see them walking towards me, I walk the other way. Me and you, were not the same. I need, I need quality thinkers. I need big thinkers, okay? People mm-hmm. who are looking to push humanity forward, not people who have given up already. So I'm glad that you've already, you already understand that at the age of 20.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah. And so with the yeah. online bullying, online bullying, this could be very good. When you see, and you started getting a lot of hateful comments, were you kind of like, no, I'm a, you, son of a, you you know, like in America, like <laughs> on YouTube. Oh my God. They just go at it. One of them is like CrossFit, right? So I love CrossFit because it's my type of workouts and you almost die. It's crazy. Like you push yourself so so hard that you almost die. But the bodybuilding community and someone who created a very toxic community attacks CrossFit on a routine basis, saying CrossFit is stupid. How can a sport be stupid? Like you guys are like down here. You guys are like at a 20-hurt consciousness level. So when you're dealing with online bullying, do you look at them like I do and say, man, I got empathy for you? I got empathy oh, yes
1: yeah that what i yeah right what i oh when i see those come i just like oh how can a person think like that they have to be like all i think about is like they they must have been through a lot of things mm-hmm. to just like you know like i feel i feel bad for them i feel sorry for them like that they have to maybe they would not grow up in a loving family or they didn't have like so much that they have to prove themselves all the time by you know some people doesn't no, some people don't know how to, like, deal with um, se- low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So they just have to, like, bring down other people to make them feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that's what I'm working on it, too. Like, like you, like you um, do, like, so many podcasts to inspire so many people. Mm-hmm. I feel like these people need them the most. So, yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I do feel empathy for them.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. and so when you talk about obstacles in general, what are some of the biggest things that you had to overcome? Maybe living abroad, maybe over these last two years of being out of school, maybe I think you've already embraced your uniqueness, which everyone has, but a lot of us, we have a tendency of not doing that. What are some of the obstacles that you've had to overcome?
1: Um... Believe it or not, I have this thing called a negative self-talk. Ah! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I okay. have to fight with her every day, mm. and um, but I've been trying this new method that I found it online. Is that if you um, have the new negative like thought, you just give it a name. Like for me, I give her name Karen. So whenever I have The thought that you suck, you're not going to be able to do that. (laughs) You will never make it to college. You will end up being a failure to a family or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be like, Karen, stop. (laughs) It's not time for you to talk to me like that. So you don't blame it to yourself for having those thoughts, you know. So you Mm -hmm. you blame it on Karen. So, (laughs) Karen. So, yeah, it's, it's been working really well lately. But still, um, it's new to me. Like this method, I just tried it a couple of weeks ago. I still have that. I have to fight with it every day.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. oh, man. It's so funny that you mentioned that. Just because, you know, that's what I've been doing. And the, these coaches I've been talking to. And I talk about this a number of different times. And so, you know, me going through a fundamentals course recently with the South African transformation coach. You know, she told me. There are a lot of things that are surface level which is like what a life coach does not Sean I think you've heard about Sean right Sean. Yeah. 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 Sean here in Thailand. Oh, yeah, Sean. yeah. He's under mm-hmm. hot water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that later. But anyways, the, uh, like a legitimate life coach that gets certified. Okay. I'm going to have to rephrase that. Um, you know, I would use techniques like, hey, thanks for sharing. Delete, delete, delete. Uh, Eric Thomas said, you know, he used to have a lot of embottled anger and he had to name it, just like you named yours. And he called it rage, because he got this living on the streets. He had to run away from home because his mother lied about who his father was. You have to name it, identify it. Okay, what is it? Uh, how does it come? What can I do to get rid of it? You know, there's a systematic mm-hmm. approach to everything. So me, so I got systemic like systematic racism or systemic racism and what is that? Well, I've always referred to myself as black. And that almost got me fired from my job in Australia, because he said, "You're not black, you're brown," and I'm like, "And I'm like, damn, I've been taught my entire life that I am just a color, rather than the fabric that holds it together." And I love saying that because that's like a quote from one of these great debaters from about hundred years ago. African American woman, by the way, and um, you know, so these are things that I had to like overcome and say, "Okay, Arsenio." who are you? Okay, when I say I'm black, I'm living out of the broken paradigm of someone else. That's not my voice. That's a completely, that's not my voice. Who am I? So I had to redefine that self image by doing a lot of things that required like subconscious programming, paradigm, uh, NLP, stuff like that. And it ended up working. So that is a very good, I'm really glad that you shared that. Um, with everyone in terms of negative self-talk. Oh, my God. So you, it sounds like you've lived such a crazy life already. <laughs> like, you went to America. Okay, go back to America. Come back here. I'm not going to college. Okay, no problem. Now you're getting ready to do your huge stint. You're, you're learning a language. I want to point that out real quick. So you got Tagalog, the Filipino language. Big shout out to all my Filipinos that listen to this. Um, And so what made you want to start learning Tagalog? How difficult is it? And yeah.
1: Well, um, I didn't really have a choice. You know how the Mormon church is. Like if they want you to leave tomorrow, they tell you today. And when I applied for the missionary, I didn't know where I was going at all. They had to choose it from me and when I received my mission call, they told me that I was going to the Philippines. I didn't, know, I didn't even know what language they speak in the Philippines back then. And um, so, yeah, and then I found out later that I had to, like, learn Tagalog. I just wanted, and in the, my application form, I put that I want to learn a new language and I was hoping that I would go to, like, um, South America so I can learn, you know, Spanish and yeah. some, yeah. So, um, I was there. I was, I was too grateful for the opportunity to learn Tagalog. And when I, um, started to my, like, before you go on a mission for the missionary, you, they would put you to the MTC. MTC is like missionary, missionary training center. Mm. They would teach you like some basic lessons for the language that you're going to serve and, and some missionary stuff. So, uh, I had to do it online due to the COVID-19, and um, I had to study um, backlog with the Filipino teachers, and and I really, like, I really love it. Like, I I just love learning language in general, so it was not hard for me, and, um, and yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't know, what else to say? Uh, right,
0: right. No, that's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Like, the fascination mm-hmm. of languages.
1: Um, Do
0: you know... Who's the guy that played in that movie, Bike Man? Um, Peach. He is the grandson of the richest billionaire in Thailand uh, from Central Group.
1: Central. Oh, Peach? Uh, oh, there we go. Peach, yeah.
0: So Peach, I, and I, I didn't know who he was, right? So I went into mm-hmm. the gym one day and I was, getting, I was getting ready to, what is it? To teach um, a couple of, um, uh, uh, this guy, And so here's this foreigner. He looks like a foreigner to me. And he's like, hey, man, how you doing? And I'm like, hey, what's up? And, you know, the guy who I'm teaching, he's talking to him. And so finally the guy, you know, we're talking, he says within five minutes, Arsenio, you know who he is? He is the grandson of the richest person in Thailand. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm sorry. Who are you? He's like, peach. I'm like, oh, that's cool, man. I never, I, man, it's nice to meet you. What is it you do? So being him, I don't know who this guy is, let alone he's an actor, he's a business owner, he has multiple businesses, he's super famous, but he was so down to earth. And I still remember what he said. He said, I love learning languages, Arsenio, because they're beautiful. And I said, oh my God, when I was back in school, I was forced to learn a second language. I hated Spanish. Therefore, I never learned it but then when I allowed myself to say you know what I want to learn part of my heritage this is my mom with Rico finally it became fun I learned more in a month and a half than I did in two years back in grade school because there was a passion back behind it it was no longer a force it was me saying you know what I want to do this so I wanted to learn Japanese I took Japanese up for a semester in college uh, I still know all the hiragana, you know, Chinese. Oh, nah, I can't do all that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I can't do all that. Yeah, yeah I'll be writing all the houses. And I can't do all that. Uh, but you know, with like Japanese, uh, the hiragana, not kanji, because that's very similar to Chinese, Mandarin or whatever. Um, but yeah, I've always had that, that, that curiosity. And it sounds like that's what you have in YouTube. So in saying that, what are some of the experiences to top this off? What are some of the experiences that you wish to get from going to college in America in Hawaii? God damn, man! I went to Hawaii two times. I love that place. Keep going. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Um. So uh, after my mission, I I already planned everything that I'm going, what I'm gonna do in Hawaii. I'm gonna take a surfing lesson. I wanted to learn how to surf. Right. I just, when I went to America, I loved going uh, paddle boarding, and I just really love being in the water, in the sun, outside, you know, so I want to do that, like, it seemed, yeah, so it seemed like a, it could be a good experience for me, and then I'm going to, uh, also, if, this is not in Hawaii, but I am going to try to go to, like, some audition in California. Ooh. Yeah, because uh, in high school, in school for six years, I've been participating um, skit competition. You know, skit is like, like some role play and some like stage play and stuff. Yeah, I I love, I enjoy doing like screen writing and prepare all that. I love acting and stuff. So I want to pursue that when I go to Hawaii. (laughs) So yeah.
0: <laughs> That's exciting,
1: man. I love it. The aspirations
0: of this woman are phenomenal. You know, I guess what is one thing to top off this podcast? It could be for Thai people, it could be for anyone out there. It doesn't really matter. What is one lesson that you learned about yourself in ignoring the opinions? Ignoring. No, I don't want to do this. I don't, I'm going to rebel against this system. I don't want to stay here. I want to go abroad. I'm going to become a missionary. I'm going to do this. What is one hard lesson that you wish that everyone can take away from this podcast?
1: <laughs> wow. Um, a tough one. I think like, don't be scared to like be, to do something that you want to, you know, like you're not selfish if you want to do something that make you happy. Mm. Because what is the point of living if you're not happy doing what you do? Damn. So yeah, that that is
0: like. That Damn, was... straight up. You got to say straight up, mic drop. Drop the mic. There it is. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. But again, guys, and for everyone who doesn't really know me as well or you're tuning in for the first time, that's what I live That's what I live for. I wake up every morning and I live in my passion, my passion of speaking, my passion of seeing people follow me on YouTube, message me on Instagram. Hey, I'm from Paraguay. Hey, I'm from Brazil. I need some help. Hey, I'm from here. I'm a big fan. And I'm like, oh my God. And I'm giving them voice. I'm giving them a voice. And then all of a sudden, I know within two years they're gonna be like, I've been listening to your podcast. I'm from Venezuela, living in Costa Rica for two years. You have inspired me so much. Thank you so much. That's it. You know what I mean? So ah, in saying that, Pim, I hope you, not just for Thai folks, but everyone in the world, I hope you are like the beacon of possibility for these folks. Because again, you did what society told you not to do. You ignored everyone. You, ignored, you like, I don't care about no college, you know? And even if you were to go to college and you graduated, people would still look at your resume and say, but you took two years off. Um, uh, yeah, oh, actually, uh, I'm going to
1: be taking four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. In the missionary year too.
0: <laughs> you see what I mean? So yes. that entrepreneurship was actually the best thing for you because you're working for yourself and you bet Mm -hmm. on yourself. You don't bet on anyone else. You bet on yourself. So Ping, thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Yeah. (laughs) So guys, again, I'm going to put her links again. She is literally, if you guys are listening to this, like on Spotify, it's possibly too late. Sorry, guys. She's already on her missionary trip. Uh, If you guys are listening to this today, July 8th, on the day of recording, you are lucky. You can hurry up and follow her on Instagram, but she's going away for a year and a half. That means no Instagram from her for a year and a half. So we're going to hurry up and put this out there in video over here, over there. And man, Pima, I just want to wish you the best of luck in your future, your endeavors. And I'm going to be seeing you on screen within the next half decade. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you so much for the opportunity. I've never really done this before and I I had a lot of fun <laughs> doing this and you also inspired me a lot. Because you know, you you can like express whatever that, like into like like for people to understand easily. Like and mm-hmm. I still lack that. And I've learned so much from you. <laughs> and <laughs> Yeah,
0: <laughs> you trust me at the age of 20. I was young and dumb. You are not dumb. I'm not saying you're dumb. Okay, but be at the age of 20. Uh, no, I wasn't. I wouldn't really say I was I was dumb for sure because I had a terrible girlfriend. But anyways, like I didn't really know a lot of things. I didn't have a voice. I developed this voice. I developed this voice to give my voiceless side my inner child side uh, uh, an ability to speak about the things I've had to overcome in my life. So once I started doing that, I developed my voice, not through coursework, but through getting up every day and making a commitment to change in not only my life, but the byproduct of the listeners too. So mm-hmm. you're going to find that voice, which you've already have, and you're going to inspire the hell out of a lot of people. And I'm so excited to see that. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. So guys, with that being said, man, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, man. You guys stay tuned. Uh, For some more, I'm your crazy-ass host as always, Arsenio, over and out. Guys, thank you so much. If you heard this all the way to the end, bless your heart. I am so grateful again. I wished her the best of luck in all her future endeavors. So many great golden nuggets in this one. I had that personal development cap on and I was just going, talking about all these different things, which I do on my personal development podcast. Guys, it was just brilliant. And I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been tuning into this podcast. And if it's your first time and you heard it all the way through, don't forget to leave a like, you know, share away to someone who you believe is young or old and they need to hear this. Perhaps they need to hear this so that they can get over that hump. Share it away Rate me, tag me on Instagram, the Arsenio Buck Show, okay? All the links are in the description, and make sure you give herself a shout-out, too, although she might not be able to respond for about 18 months because she's going on her mission. But nonetheless, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned for more, baby! Over and out.